Previously on Crit Happens. As this murder comment is just bolting right by. Alright, Cher is going to go ahead and cast some more fire. Cast fairy fire. Jeb's gonna cast jump as he is going to try he's trying to do too much as he's as he jumps off the mass you do like a 360 as you kind of like get tangled up with the ropes like, oh yeah, oh, oh god <laughs> jib is currently hanging dangling from all of the ropes as he's twisted up and he's like help i'll go help jib do you guys have like personal goals N- nah that i just something's I gotta drive you jib you got so much ka-chow what is that supposed to mean like you, you just- no she's right you've got a lot of like like weird kachow. It's draconic. It means, I don't know how to translate it. In, in my language, it means ambitious and goal-orientated. And stupid. No, that's not the word. It is one who wishes to succeed, yet cannot. Is that a good? Yes. It is not the success that matters. It is the attempt. He like looks somewhat pensive for a second, and then he kind of smiles a little bit. He's like, I guess thanks. Chip kind of like puts a hand out. Kachow. I'll put my hand into the, to the pile. I'm not going to Toast over a kachow, unless it's a good one, like you, Jib. I'll just look around, everybody. Kachow, sir. Yeah. Kachow. Kachow. As your guys' time on the ship comes to a close, you guys see a sphere off into the distance. It is a bit different than the turtle shell sphere. This one's more like a, has bright oranges, some coloration of green. It almost feels like a savanna kind of feeling to it. As you guys approach closer and closer, you start feeling the electricity build up as you enter the the radius of the sphere. As you push through it, you feel that weird lurch from being almost ethereal to being physical again. You find yourself in wild space of a sphere. Off in the distance, you can see some strange, exotic sea creatures. Or free, uh, wild space creatures. Sorry, not sea creatures. Yeah. Um, space creatures. Space creatures, yeah. Just having fun off in the distance. But you guys see, are going straight for what looks like a giant desert planet. Very sparse amounts of water occasional clumps of green it looks like it's fairly cloudless except for where it looks like there's extreme storms going on like almost like hurricanes are going on or a typhoon or rainstorm of some kind as you guys keep approaching you can kind of feel the energy of the ship is building up as philophis is kind of like bouncing in his seat excited He's like, oh, he's like literally like almost like a child on Christmas Day. He's really, he's a giddy with excitement that he's back to the planet. Uh, Some of the crew will come up and start bringing boxes up and like tie him down just in case. They seem to be getting ready to unload the ship. As you guys get closer and closer, you notice about almost in the shadow of the planet is a much smaller, almost looks like a large lattice work of docks it probably can hold about maybe 10 ships uh you see about half the docks are full and every ship is flying a flag that looks like a two-headed elk as philip starts to approach he's like raise the raise the flag as he's like very excitedly like getting pretty much almost out of his seat as he's barely touching it as they'll put on the same kind of flag as he'll they'll start raising it up after about an hour more you guys safely start approaching the cradle you can see 
many a ship are in here. There is about maybe seven ships in here besides your own. Some of them look like they have crews on them. Some of them look abandoned or just don't have a crew on them at all. Just a, a myriad of ships is what I'm trying to say. You guys are very quickly docked and moored into this uh, cradle. As the second the ship is docked, Philippus hops out of the chair, grabs his uh, crossbow and starts like whistling for pe- like whistling at people and like get those get them get get us off loaded get everything off board I want to go down as quickly as possible oh wait just get everything loaded I have to deal with these ones <laughs> yeah Jim's gonna like well wait Philip I'm yeah. pretty sure you have something yes to- yes yes let's go <laughs> Jim's like all right you're okay. cutting into my expedition <laughs> wait a second what can we come I mean kill the murder comet we should be part you, of the you, lodge no you're not part of the lodge a murder comet's a daily occurrence with me. <laughs> You gotta kill something legend. I wouldn't be opposed to you joining, but you know, you know te- have you ever been Phil- hunting? I'm just teasing you, Philippus. You think we want to spend more time with you? Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, oh. I was about to say, like, are you just roasting him? Are you just roasting mm-hmm. this man in front of our own eyes? Because, like, give me a stick. That would mean I have to be able to take offense from one of my lessers. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Thanks. Yeah. Of course, anytime. Give me a sick. <laughs> I want to go roast some marshmallows. It's just what we do. We just play here, um, right? We have fun here. As Philippus walks by ships, he will like not catcall, but kind of like jeer at other members of the lodge. You see, like a large. He's like a. He looks almost like an ogre mixed with like Sherlock Holmes. He's kind of like wearing like that Sherlock Holmes hat, a very fine button down. He has his tusk, like the ogre's like big tusk. They're kind of like neatly trimmed and filed. Uh, he has like a soul patch that goes into like a goatee, almost like shaggy. As he'll like wave at Philippus, he literally has just a, what looks like a ballista as a crossbow. <laughs> You'll see what looks like a war. Jim, like looks at, at Philippus and he's like, I think he's got you beat. His crossbow's bigger. Ah, he has to compensate for his lack of intellect. That's mean. Yeah. I, I mean, makes sense. Yours is bigger than others. Men just comparing each other. Horrendous. He gives you a, 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 a glintful <laughs> wink as he like he like nods. You walk by. There's like a what looks like a warforge. Very uncommon for warforge to not be still part of the Steel Legion. He seems to have almost stripped off a lot of the armor plates that have that are normally adorn warforge, and it's almost gone for like a polished like glass and wood look. He is wearing almost like what looks like a ghillie suit as he's like man- meticulously applying every dot of paint on his face um as he's slowly moving down like from the head down as he's starting to put like a ghillie suit almost as he's getting ready for a hunt it's like he's a weird one <laughs> jib like looks at looks at this warford and he kind of just like shivers and he's like yeah okay mm-hmm. um hey philophis there's a lot of people are you all trying to hunt the same thing well there's one big prize on here yes there is a there's a gilded worm on here not like a worm is in dragon but i mean like you know what a purple worm is yes uh-huh. Yeah, it's it, think of that, but gold. It's rumored he's made of solid gold, but that's just a lie. I think it, it scares are gold-colored to kind of blend in with the dirt. Is this like a contest? Oh, yeah, whoever can bag it, it's just like, it's ultimate bragging rights. Is this, like, is this like a schedule thing, or is this just something that's been going on for like years or something? Oh, we, we come here like every other week. <laughs> oh, so this week it's this just... Is, this is like... You know when your dad would have some friends over and you would be told to stay out of the basement type of thing? Yeah, that's what we do, cause, but we have money. Gildrag. <laughs> we have money. <laughs> no no okay. offense. We yeah. have stupid, ludicrous money. Chip yeah. just kind of like, my, yeah. my dad had money. Jib yeah. it, it essentially just said, this is just for the boys. 
on the weekends, and that's really it's a boy. It. It's the boys' trip. It is yeah. just the boys. We just we do we we don't all show up at the same time. Like I think there's like ten members still missing, but you know they usually all team up for the people who can't afford their own ships. They usually like nickel. And Grom, they just, I enjoy their company, but they don't have the, the funds to afford a, a ship. So they come with me. Chip kind of like nods and appreciates, appreciates Philippus a little more. It's like, okay, he's not as much of a stickler. As, he, he brings other people. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I brought you. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <clears throat> so Philippus, where's, where's our ship at? I'm, I'm taking you to it. <sighs> Just follow me. Just right over here. <laughs> as he will like go to a central shaft, as there is what looks like an iron golem just sitting in the central shaft. It's just like, dock one, please. As it literally will grab a crank and go, <laughs> and start cranking like stupid fast. As you guys start to descend really quickly. Very abruptly, it just stops. As you guys are kind of like lurch as the, the a sudden stop. He's like, thank you. As they get off, as the iron golem just like looks at you all, uh, you see this like unnatural fire kind of wreathing it and it's very hot to just be around. You guys start to walk down an alleyway. Uh, farther off in the distance, you can see three ships. The clearest one that is to, uh, that is blocking the other one's clear line of sight is this large iridescent shape ship. It has, it has what looks like four, almost uh, four legs coming down uh, and is actively like holding on to the moors of the dock. It has kind of uh, iridescence to its wood of its sleek rounded body. It has what looks like two large, uh, uh, almost looks like shells coming up with iridescent wings coming out as like sails. It has a large horn coming off the front of it with two bulbous glass spheres on the front where the, the helm is. And it has a flat top where this is like the deck, actually. Um, there sits a crossbow or like a large uh, ballista in the front of it. And towards the back where the wings split, op- uh, where the shell splits open that the wings out, um, sits a trebuchet. Mm-hmm. And how big was this one? Uh, it's a it's a smaller ship. It's very, it's more compact. It doesn't look like it would have a lot of room for crew or cargo, but it would look like it's fast. It, uh, you two would probably recognize it's more one of a wasp class vessel. So it's a it's just a design a unique design of a wasp okay but it looks like a like, like a scarab like a beetle okay yeah 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 yeah. it just looks like a, a beetle of some sort with like an iridescent shell okay so it's like going from like a green to blues and yellows oh so pretty that's pretty sick as you guys walk close he's like well this is the ship we talked about earlier you wanted a we were talking about the wasp yes we do have two others as he will as he'll keep leading you uh down as the other ones start to come in line of sight, the wasp right now is blocking the majority of the line of sight, though. He's like, the other ones are a Shriek-class vessel, which is like the perfect mix of big and small. It is a fast ship. Someone called that medium. No, like, no, I'm saying like a medium <laughs> ship. It's like, the, it's like the perfect speed of a small ship with the durability of a big ship. Not a medium ship, <laughs> but it's a, it's a Shriek-class, which are, they're fast, they're agile, and they can pack a punch. They can also take a little bit of abuse. Wasps can pack a punch. They just don't have a lot of health and they can't be in. They're not meant for prolonged fights. They're meant for like hit, then run, you know, lightning warfare. And he's like, we talked about this one as he would like, he shows off, like he points to the thing. Do you want to take a tour of it right now? Would you like to see the other ones and then take a tour of them? I mean, I'd like to see all of our options. I agree. Okay. All righty then. Uh, as he will kind of put some pep in his step as he'll. Starting best. As you guys uh, go past, you can see the next ship. You start seeing shines of blue, very like almost like reflective. 
as you guys look, as you guys get past, you see what looks like almost like a geode, just like a raw geode cut from grant, like granite with giant blue shards all over it. It has two, it looks like it almost forms like a bat shape, like a battering almost, but it's made of solid granite and crystal, like this blue, this iridescent crystal. It has a flat wooden top where you can see there are, on each of the wings that extend outward, there are two scorpion ballistas on each wing. Or on, there's one on each wing, sorry, not two on each wing. It looks like it's quite big. It could probably have a lot of cargo space. It looks like it could probably fit a decent size amount of people. You two would recognize it as a Shriek. This is the Shriek class vessel. This one, one is one I found, actually. I, I salvaged this one, and I just kept it because it looked neat. I, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a Shriek kind of in the same class as that one. Yeah, I don't know who made it. I'm assuming it was some elaborate genie or something. If I had to guess, like a Deo, you know, I don't know. I was yeah. assuming. The final one's past it. We're going to have to, you know, put some pep in our step. We're going to get me down to the planet as fast as possible. So hurry up. As he starts, like, literally jogging to get to the last just one. Just <laughs> uh, Jib, uh, your heart kind of beats, uh, like, skips a beat. Why? As the, when, you, <laughs> when you start seeing past the ship, you see a gigantic cannon. <laughs> oh, no. He did have one. <laughs> I mean, yes. But this one might take some convincing to separate with. That's why I was saying I don't have one for trade. As you get past, you see a bright, almost like it looks like a, a bombard from like a Turkish, like a Turkish bombard that goes back into almost like it has a this long rectangular ship where its front of it splits into like almost like a pair of tuning forks that kind of support the barrel of it. The barrel runs about half the length of the ship. Behind the barrel is what looks like a large rectangular box that is probably where the helm is. And they, where underneath that is reinforced with like giant iron plates. Where they meet. This looks almost like a uh, jib. Well, you would actually probably recognize what the ship is since you are a dwarf from one of the clans. Uh, this is nearly identical to an ironclad of one of the dwarven clans. They're large. They can take a beating and they have a gigantic cannon that they just will obliterate whatever they shoot at it with. They don't have a, they only have one smaller turret for point defense or if like you get anywhere else that it, you know, the cannon it can't aim at Mm -hmm. because the cannon has to be pointing exactly at its target. But you know, if you hit, you tend to obliterate things. (laughs) Jib like looks at this one. He's like, um, so what are your guys' thoughts? As he just slowly is like inching step by step closer to the bombard. It looks like a ship. Like... (laughs) Just, I, I it looks like a nice ship. As he's just enthusiastically nodding his head. It's I like very- the one that's shaped like a bug. I mean, that one was cool, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Janet just, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Janet just gives like a little like side eye up and down on Jib, just being like, uh-huh. Yeah. This one's got a gun. Yeah. I can tell you like a little a little violence. Like um, a really big gun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've all been maintained. Um, all been kept well. They don't have a crew, but from what the amount of people you have, you should be able to crew any one of these. Just for the bombard and the shriek, you might want to find a, some additional crew members to help around. Mm. Just kind of like gets a little sad. It's like, oh, um, not like not a lot. It's like uh, a bombard tends to have a crew of like eight people, and you guys make up four, five, six with Jib and or with your Zan and. Mushy friends. You know, props to you. You remember his name better than most of us do. That's true. <laughs> Which yeah. one? Mushy? No, Zan. Oh. Well, he's a fellow dwarf. Like, come on. 
It's part of the bro code. Come on, dude. It's dwarf code. Dwarf code. Which which ship would you prefer, Janet, if you had to pick? Honestly, I was th- I'm I'm between the first two. Both of those looked very interesting. Now, the first one looked um had like the the beetle look on it, which don't get me wrong, it's really pretty. But the second one was also really interesting and it caught my eye. But also at the same time, another personal thought of mine is do we want to have a lot of attention on us? That is a wise point of view. I personally resonate with the ship made of gemstone, but I believe that is a biased opinion. I mean, you think maybe we could get a tour of both of them and see if there's anyone that sticks out? Which one? These two, and he points to the first two, are, are, you're not gonna, you don't want that one. Chip looks at the bombard, and he looks at everybody else, and he's like, no, it seems not. We we'll can, get one, like, we'll get, a, we'll get a cannon eventually for the ship we do choose. How about that? Compromise. Okay, sounds like I, a good idea. I, I promise like this. it'll be high on the priority list, Jib. It just won't a be big a cannon. big cannon. I big mean, cannon. it's a big, it, we, we can get a big-ish cannon. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. But a bombard. That's I mean, like it's the not biggest a, cannon. It's not a, it's not the, Stop that's comparing like the cannons. Warthog Come on, my dude. Jib is just like, he's cold <sighs> sweat. Like, I'm about to turn down a, I'm about to turn down a bombard. Yeah, his heart is breaking as he's just like, Okay, yeah, let's just look at the let's just look at the first two and let's see what, what which one we like the most. Good with that. Wanna take take a look at the shriek? I've never seen a shriek quite, quite like that. Let's let's look at what? that one first. It's very weird, I'll be fully honest. Uh what is what's what the kind of ship is that? Like a, a shriek is a very how do I put it? All in one. It's your it's your utility knife. It's it does everything you need it to do, but it doesn't do any of it super flashy. It's sort of like the medium ship. It's, it's like a medium ship. Uh, that's a really bad term for things. A medium <laughs> ship. Like, are you want to get a medium drink with that as well? I, I don't know. I'm just when you go to space, Arby's. <laughs> I would love oh kids' toy with this, space please. Starbies, if you will. Oh my gosh. Starbies. Starbies. <laughs> you got Starbies, and what was it? Uh, the, the with my medium-sized starry star drink. Tusks I don't know. Starbies. Starbucks, I don't know. Oh, wait, yeah, literally. Yeah, Starbucks and Starbucks. Wasn't there also Cosmo? And Cosmo. Cosmo. Yeah, Cosmo. We could go on. Cosmart? (laughs) Cosmart. Okay, we're done. Anyway. Yeah, you, he will, seeming as he gets close to it, he will pull out what looks like a hunk of literal, like, crystal, as he will almost, like, focus on it, as the bottom of the ship will, one of the crystals will almost go translucent as it starts to, like, lower down, almost like a drawbridge. Is there, does it look like we can, can we see a helm on top of it? Or does it look like there's things inside of it? It probably is inside of the ship, actually. Mm. As you guys start walking up this like crystalline drop, like drop bridge, uh, you get into the main area. You can see the, even the walls are made of like granite and crystal. There is like no wood on this ship. It is all stone and all gem, like all crystal. There is seemingly bioluminescent like lights like in somewhere in this ship that seems some of the crystals are refracting light somehow and are emitting them not bioluminescent sorry but it's like almost like a bioluminescent light kind mm-hmm. of thing light blue um that lights all the way down the ship walls uh he'll lead you through he'll show you a large cargo hold he'll show you the helm is actually pretty much adjacent to where the 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 entry of the ship is you pretty much sit in a large crystalline room where you can see out of the crystals like one way almost with how it's the structure is even the the strange enough the helm itself is what's made it seems like it's made out of like a greenish emerald uh and it seemed to be fused into the rock jib like looks around and it's like and you said you don't know who who built this no i found it 
Uh, where exactly did you find it? In a nebula. Oh, okay. A little more specific. Wh- which nebula? I don't remember. Jib. Hold on. Let me make a history check. <laughs> I don't remember. Jib, like, looks at his, like, insight check. And yeah, he's, he's almost, he's kind of wondering if, if this is some kind of sketchy ship. Uh, that's going to be not good. Well, 15. Why do I feel like I'm car shopping again? <laughs> <laughs> he seems like he's honest about, like, yeah, he doesn't remember. Okay. He's, Jib's just like, Okay, I mean, it looks nice. I mean, I mean, it flies well. It, the, there's one downside of this shriek. Uh, normally, shrieks can land in water, but because this one is stone, it doesn't quite float. Yeah, I would imagine that. But it can land on solid surfaces. Well, that's good. I mean, a, a wasp usually... A wasp a wa- can do that too, yes. Can a wasp land on water? No. Okay, that's what I thought too. Got, got your fill, Gildrax? Seen all the sights? Gildrax will before he leaves. He'll walk up to the, because uh, this thing is made almost entirely out of gemstone, right? Yeah, it's like, it's a strange blue crystal. It almost looks like blue quartz. Uh, Gildrax will. Besides like the, the actual spell gem hammer, which looks like a green emerald or like a green quartz of some kind. Mm-hmm. Gildrax will go to the helm and kind of put his hand near it. Mm-hmm. Does it resonate with any sort of energy that he could be familiar with? I mean, it kind of has that familiarity of like the gemstones are associated with like like the gemstone dragons are associated with a damage or like a, a type. You can find you maybe can kind of feel like the the magical presence of the helm more than anything, but you don't really feel any psionic influence or anything like that. Action! Give me an intelligence check. Make me an intelligence roll. Uh, very low. Uh, an eight for intelligence or uh six. Six. Just a six. I was like an eight maybe, but no, okay. You don't really feel anything from the chair. There is a very mild psionic field, but it's it's extremely mild if it's there at all. You can kind of just it's like nudging the back of your brain. Okay. Is there like a, like Gildrax would know that like, how do I put this? Like if you're making a ship, sometimes you'll put a way to recognize that it's your ship. Does he recognize like the handiwork at all? No, this looks like someone has literally natched, somehow magically molded Earth into a ship. Okay. There is one thought that pops in your mind. This ship probably will not be very easy to repair. Oh, yes. Money. You know what? That's a, that's a good thing to know. <laughs> that, Gildrax is like, like his eyes are closed. He's meditating over this hole and he's like, expensive. Like that word just crosses <laughs> his mind. And he goes, he, he like gets up and he turns around. He's like, guys, this isn't the ship. <laughs> this ain't it. Jib is just so. like, oh, are you sure? I'm positive. Did What's you wrong sense with anything? it? It's, I don't know how to explain it well. It is, I, I lack the word in common once again. Giving off bad vibes. Bad vibes? <laughs> giving off bad vibes. Yes. What? Is it like evil? Is it haunted? I know. Is it like a, a partial? Kind of gives haunted. off haunted vibes. Could it Ship's give, haunted. <laughs> increase the price. <laughs> Could it give you like a ka-chow moment? It, no, this is a, it is Something weird psionically is going on with this ship. Oh. Huh. To the wasp then? I mean, no one's come looking for it in like the three years I've had it. That's, let us, let us look at the wasp. Okay. As uh, he'll hop off and once again, he'll pull out the shard and like hold on to it as like the door kind of retracts and shuts. Uh, before we leave, Gildrax will say psionically to everybody. He'll like repeat it to everybody. He'll say, that ship is too expensive to fix. <laughs> Jim is like, oh, okay. Oh, because <laughs> oh, we're poor. Yes. You guys walk to the wasp as the wasp just has a simple walk plank going onto it. As you guys will walk up the plank, uh, you find yourself onto the top deck. It seems like the 
like the wood is almost rubbed down with a strange oil that makes it kind of like oil slick iridescent everything kind of has that weird iridescence to it besides like stuff that gets used a lot like the main actual walk that way the masts even have it to some extent extent uh he'll lead down the ship is very compact there's not a lot of room your crew quarters are pretty much like five bunk beds and then there's a captain's quarters, which is right next to the helm, which the helm is rather nice. You kind of sit right in the head of the ship. Uh, you see these two large bubbles of stained glass that seem to be like your main viewports for people who aren't in the helm. There's some neat things on he- in here. It sh- seems fairly bare bones for a ship. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of modifications on the ship just yet, but... It seems in good order. There's like no rusting parts. So it's customizable. All the ships are customizable. Okay. But this one looks like it's a blank slate. Yes. Interesting. Jib's like looking around and slowly he's like, okay, okay. Prospects are looking better. Just picture a giant cannon at the like very end of that weird little horn thing. That sounds pretty cool to me. You might need to do some work on that. That's purely decorational. But yes, you can. You could probably do something like that. Well, if I know anything, I know how. I don't know anything about ships. Never mind. I just. If I know anything, and I don't. <laughs> and I don't. But if I did, I know that we could figure it out. The four of us. I'm loath to ask, but could we perhaps take a tour of your bombard, even if just to see such a fine vessel? Uh, I guess. He like looks at his like watch again. <laughs> yeah, we just make him waste as much time as possible. <laughs> As like, I'm so indecisive. Yeah. <laughs> He'll walk you guys over there. What's the, the mileage looking like? <laughs> <laughs> Enough. The bombard is on the very end of the dock. You guys, the, there's a walk plank going right into the middle of the ship. As you guys walk in, the hallways are a little short, like a little short in height. Jib, it's perfect height for you. Nice. It seems like this place was built by dwarves for dwarves. <laughs> and so like ceilings are maybe like seven feet at the tallest. Maybe a more around six and a half feet. How tall is Gildrex? Your 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 hat he's, probably he's about six feet. Yeah, your hat probably like brushes the top of the. Probably have to take your hat off when you're walking around the halls Very in the sad. lower parts. There is surprisingly, it looks like you need about a crew of eight people, but it's surprising each person would have their own room in here. There is a, he shows you the cargo bay. It's a pretty average sized cargo bay where the wasps is like fairly small. The shrieks is larger. This one's medium kind of size. He will show you to the actual loading area of the bombard. There is what looks like stones that are like the size of maybe about 10 feet wide by 10 feet tall that have been carved into perfect balls. They sit in this like mechanical rolly, which it seems to roll it into the end of the barrel. A giant arm comes down and plunges it in, shuts it off and puts the car- the, the cartridge behind it. There's a extremely large mechanism in here that seems to what is like loads. This is the, the, the most important part of the ship besides the helm. This beast will fire about anything you put in it. Most easy material to get a stone. Uh, we just shoot stone out of it. Uh, Gildrax sort of it's, like It's quite fun Jib. to shoot shoot stones at planets. Gildrax sort of like nudges Jib and kind of goes, hey, take notes. Jib is take, taken. <laughs> Jib looks at him and he's like, I mean, we're not going to buy it. And he's like, oh, and he starts... He starts hastily sketching. You, you, like everyone just sees the kind of main parts of like the giant arms that move. You are looking at the very fine mechanical detail. There are hundreds of cogs, dozens of different like power points that seem like they actually have to, like they can turn such into such a fine, minute amount. 
this is like eat. This is a work of art. Jib just continues taking. Yeah, this is like awe inspiring sketches and trying to like catch the gist and like try and make a quick hasty blueprint to see yeah. the best he could do to improve his techniques. Gildrax will stall for that. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll let you stay in there as long as you just want. Uh, a bombard is like a dwarf. If a dwarf clan can make bombards, they are like revered amongst like the finest craftsmen because these things are like works of art. The only other people who can make bombards are GIF, and they're the indisputed masters of bombards. They have like a, a literal innate understanding of them. Gildrax will ask Philithus, do you know anyone who would happen to be able to help us? I believe the word in common is customize our ship if we were to take the, uh, the wasp. Well, you can take it to any dock, and they'd probably be able to do it. You just need to find, there's a couple of docks. If you find yourself in the, the, the center rim, there is a place called the Glimmer Post. There where I get all my work. They're a bit more expensive, but they do very fine work very quickly. So what is the final verdict, everyone? What do you all think? I think we should take the wasp, or a.k.a. the beetle. Auntie Janet. I think in the sense of thoughts, um, I think probably the wasp is going to be our better option, even though uh, the second one was not too bad. The third one that we were... The one we're in right now that we were just taking notes on um, seems really nice. Like I, I personally would like the space that he gives, but I don't know if we're going to get the people to crew something like this. And with, with who we are right now and with what we're possibly could be dealing with and whatnot, I feel like the Wasp is going to do us in a better, at least right now. Trey, you know, experienced crew is about two gold a week. Mm-hmm. And so you need like four actual members to probably crew this with you guys. And so that would, you know, that's eight gold a week. If right. You guys there's want. an additional cost on top of. Mm. Or if you can find people who could somehow be indebted into your servitude permanently. You know, black. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> there are also people who turn to necromancers who will like actively like they can full on cruise ships for dirt cheap. It's just you usually have to abide the necromancers terrible experiments. Mm hmm. Or you can find necromancers for hire, things like that. Gildrax will turn and he'll say, Jeb, I already know your vote. Well, I mean, like- I think that you cannot be swayed in which ship you think is best. However, I believe that the wasp may be wisest. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, you're probably right. I mean, yeah, but uh, I think Auntie Janet is correct that our current lifestyle is more suited to a smaller vessel. Jib looks at Philippus and is like, so if we change our minds later and have... No. Nope. Part- okay. What, what, what if we come into some financial uh, windfall? I'll buy the ship back for, for half the cost. Uh, okay. At least it's something than nothing for the future. What if we get it all tricked up with like some cool shiz? Half the original cost. I suck. <laughs> all right, I think we're... Sorry, I, th- I think it no you're I mean you're good I think the beetle seems like a good idea it's got two it's got a it's got a big trebuchet yeah and it's got a nice big ballista I mean maybe I can change the ballista into a cannon there you go a smaller cannon but a, a cannon project. nonetheless a project there we go I got something to work on but you know Philippus mm-hmm. that ship is rather let's say Bare bones. Yeah, in con- especially in comparison into such a fine vessel as our hammerhead that we're happening to give up. So is the price of business. <laughs> I, I must agree. Wouldn't it be such a shame if, I don't know, some other collectors were to hear that you had such a fine vessel in your uh, happenstance? He will l- 
So that is like that is like a death threat, pretty much, to say something like that. Because that like people will literally kill mm-hmm. over a ship like that. Call it blackmail. Yeah, he would. Like, are are you threatening me? No, I'm just saying we should end this on good terms. If you're going to give us such a small ship for something as magnanimous as the hammerhead, you've given this. Problem is the ship that you traded me. I had to repair. It was in such a poor state of being. But it had history written all over it that you just fixed up. I know. Why don't, didn't we already shake on this, you guys? I don't think it's worth it. We did. We did. I I'm think... just giving him a hard time. Oh, <laughs> Fun hey, how, how, how about this? Ship for ship. What do the polar man, the clothes, get us? A firm handshake and my friendship. <laughs> how about we get one of those magnet things? Magnet things? The compass. No. You have to make those yourself. And you're not part of the lodge. Can we be part of the lodge? No. Honorary, please. No. Anna Janet. She'll Stop. die in like three years. Come on. <laughs> just she just glares at Cher. Like I, I like I, I know I just kind of talked to you about like being a good you. person, but also like that was you. a bit harsh. <laughs> that was I, a bit I'm sorry. <laughs> Chip like looks at me and he's like, Do we want to just How about you give us some supplies before we head off? Do you just give us a couple supplies so we don't like starve? Like what? Some food, some water. I would prefer money, if I'm being perfectly honest, but. Well, money buys us that stuff, so we might as well get some to start with. Uh, you want, I will abide you with some resources. Uh, Gildrax puts out his hand as soon as he says he's going to give us something, and he says, all right, I appreciate it. Sorry for touching your crossbow. I forgive you that one time because it was a need of situation, but do not touch Evangeline again. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just, you know, I was looking around. I didn't really have anything. At the moment, it would have been very unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he, you can easily tell he is still harboring a grudge over that. <laughs> That's kind of like, it's like flirting with a man's wife in front of him. Mm-hmm. He is not too pleased. I will give you some rations and some basic supplies for the ship. I will not give you any monetary gains, but I think some, mon- some stuff is okay. Philippus, we already agreed ship for a ship. I'm just giving you a hard time. Well, it's for the pole arm and that stuff. Gildrax will sort of like tip his hat to Philippus, and he says, well, then I guess it's the wasp. He will, he'll nod his head. He's like, very well, as he'll like reach around. And I say, Where is it? Ah. He like, he'll pull out like a giant key ring and start like flipping through and he'll like grab labels. Like, that's not it. <laughs> Eventually he'll find it. He's like, oh, here you go. All the keys to the ship, specifically the captain's quarters, the... Uh, storage area, stuff like that. Chemical cabinet, <laughs> child safety locks, <laughs> window locks. <laughs> uh, well, then I suppose we should uh, move in, as it were. Yeah, let's grab Mushi and Zan. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, make sure everyone's here with their own personal things as well. Yeah. Well, I got my pot right here already, oh, and man. I just like pull it out of my non-existent leg. Dimensional pocket dimensional from the pocket, druid pocket. Yeah, the druid pocket. You know, you can shove as many plants as you want, and we'll just say, yeah, this seems right. Druid things. <laughs> druid, druid things. things. You know, let's do it, guys. I'm ready for our next adventure. Hey, everybody! Thanks for listening to Crit Happens. The intro and outro music for this podcast was produced by Zane Lowry. You can find him on YouTube at Zane Lowry Music. Additional music was provided by Travis Savoy, who can be found on YouTube as the RPG Music Maker. To hear more about your favorite spelljamming crew, follow us on Instagram at CritHappens.
We release new episodes every Friday, so follow us on all your favorite podcasting networks to make sure you don't miss an episode. And now, back to the story. So you guys will grab all your stuff, you'll move on to the Wasp. Do you want, what, what exactly do you want? You want to just rations? Just supply, normal supplies a ship would have. Maybe some rope, maybe some spare wood for repairs on the fly. Just a like, starter kit. Yeah, like a, yes. like a ship starter kit, yeah. The ship so, starter kit, yeah. So the, the, how to, how the to ship for dummies. The items you find for your, your, your vehicle in a video game. Yes. yes. At the very beginning of a game, okay. Your organ trail gasoline. Yeah. Thank yes. you. Wagon wheels. While you guys are moving on, you'll see some guys bring some boxes onto your ship. Uh, they're kindly labeled with like food, water, repairs. Uh, they'll bring some bundles of rope, stuff like that. To make those do a once over of the ship real fast, make sure there's nothing of theirs left on the ship. And the ship's all your guys'. Uh, Philophis, very quickly, the second you guys stop talking to him, runs off and gets on a, gets back on his junk ship with like four other hunters. And they all just immediately beeline it for the planet. At, at this point, Jib is going to be like, Jib is going to go, uh, go over at, before he leaves. Jib is going to go over to share and he's going to like, Hey, can I see toaster for a second? Oh yeah, sure. Again, extra dimensional. Like she just, toaster <laughs> was not there. Bucket. Toaster's now there. Jib grabs toaster and is like, you know what to do, buddy. And he throws him over and toaster is going to stow away on their ship. How far can you keep connection with that thing? Oh, as long as I need to. Isn't there, isn't there a distance? I don't think so. Let me let me double check though. Can you make a can you make a stealth check for toaster? So I can't actually communicate it with it any psionically, but I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna tell it like try and make sure we can find them later. Just like leave a leave a trail of crumbs or something. <laughs> um, let's see. Toaster's actually good at stealth. Um. That's a one, though. So six. I just toss, toss Toaster and he gra- gra- grasps onto, like, um, what's his name? Grasps onto Philippus's back. <laughs> so, yeah, you toss Toaster as they're getting ready to depart. Uncannily, the Warforge, like, snaps his, like, neck in, like, a 360, just, like, turns around and looks at it. Yeah. <laughs> just, just scampers back off. Yeah, flies off the, <laughs> scampers yeah. up Cher's leg. Hey, um, hey, those are sharp. We should declaw her. N- no, that's like an important part of his kit. You notice like mm. the Warforge arm literally flips and becomes like a, like as the cat's like on the ship, as it like flips into like a weird barreled weapon as it, the cat gets off, it like unflips. Jib like looks at him and is like, I mean, if I didn't dislike him, I would think that's cool. I just think it's cool. I think it's okay. I don't really care for metal. Except for you, Toaster. Come here. And I'm like mm. snuggling it. I'm like, maybe Toaster needs a sweater too. Mm. It's kind of pokey. But it seems like no one else noticed as I literally rolled two ones and a 12. Nice. <laughs> That's okay. I guess at that point, I'll go, Janet, can you uh, can you safely fly us out of here? <laughs> With the experience I got, I can surely try. You've done better than some I've met. Okay, then the great. Then yeah, we can do it. We can. Before you guys leave, do you want to ask any navigation questions? Jib is going to ask people. He's like, so uh, where do we go on the planet if we want to join the hunt? Are you so yeah? Do you do you touch like? There's not any familiar faces. It seems like the all the guys you've seen have have already left. Yeah, there are some unfamiliar faces. Yeah, there's the the only familiar quote unquote face is the iron golem in the like the the elevator shoot. <laughs> I'll go talk to anybody, and it's like, mm-hmm. um, is is everybody going down? Yeah, you'll approach like there's actually what looks like a black plasmoid as he's sitting there. I uh, see the plasmoid, and it reminds me of 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 gloom, and I'm like, hello. Yeah. 
um, as he turns, you can see like literal eyes floating in his head. Then they move around as they're like, just, they're just moving around looking. He's like, hello. Jim's like, hi. Are you um, also a lounge member? No, but we are looking to join. We, we, we actually were. How'd you get here? We were invited. By? Jedediah. <laughs> the worst part is there's a character named Jebediah, not Jedediah. <laughs> Give me a deception check. With, <laughs> it is, I, I would have said with disadvantage, but because you named someone that's out of the God of the blue, who's actually fairly close. Oh, God, where's my deception? 16. Jebediah has been here for a little bit. How did he invite you? I, I mean, he thought it was he thought it was like a, a, a scheme where like the more he, people he brought, the more he got paid. How would how would he confuse it? He was been a very good member for a while now. Hey, Jeb. Uh, well, I mean, we were we were just we were just look at. I mean, for ways to you know get initiated or you know find out more. It looks like you guys are got some really cool. Stuff. Oh, I see what this and is about. And, and you don't have to excuse us, sir. We're uh, we'll we'll be on our way. And I'm like pulling Jib away. Jib's Jib's like uh, he's like Andy Janet, Andy Janet. Do your sweet talking thing. Let it, get them to let us in. You'll let into in the, the lounge. We want. <laughs> I want to go hunt the thing and show show Philophis up. You do. I do. He Jib. bad talk. He, he bad talk my gun. Hey, Jib, look at me. Look at me, Jib. I'm looking. Okay, gotta understand something. Philophis is a small man. Big words he's and a the big same gun. Size as no, he's small inside. You are big on the inside. Remember, a chow. You don't need to prove to him nothing. All you got to do is prove to yourself that you are worth it. Jib like nods. Like good chow. Okay. Yeah. So okay. let's not worry about Philophus. I honestly think I could never see him again and be probably happy the rest of my life. Who knows? He might be dead. Hopefully, <laughs> but let's let's leave. Let's find a, a good sphere to head to, uh, and we can figure out where, where to go going. find that demon. No, no, hold on. Who invited you? You don't just show up here out of the blue. Well, we just oh, dang, it was that guy. And points to somebody and turns and runs. <laughs> yeah. His eyes are going to go whoop and they flip around. <laughs> I swear this man has like a Mr. Potato Head mustache. <laughs> that floats. That kinda, just floats. He kind of has like he kind of like his his uh, plasma like his uh, his like slime kind of puffs out a bit more, makes him look like he has like a almost like handlebar mustache. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that that when makes he turns sense. around, it seeps in and then yeah. pops out the other side. <laughs> yeah, he'll be like, wait, wait, come back! <sighs> I'll never get to tell them about that purple plasmoid I met. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I guess we get back onto the ship, uh, and I'll ask everybody, where are we? Where are we going then? Second start of the right. Well, straight on till morning. Hold on. There's something we got to do first. What's the name of the ship? Bad luck to fly a ship with no name. I mean, he is true. That is a rule. I don't really have any idea for a good name. I would say, I'm trying to think, because of everything that has happened, truly, the Duskwalker. That's kind of batty. Why don't we name it after you? I, that, seems, that seems a little too egotistical. On my end of things. No, you're like 70. You deserve some legacy. I d- you could I, die in three years. Man, I just, I really should have talked about myself at this point with that kind of thing. I mean, here's an idea. I mean, we didn't get a bombard. So what if we name this one? The bombard. Mm. <laughs> Both of us are like, mm. The bomb bug. The oh, bomb bug. Oh my God. The bomb bug. Yeah, I, was, seems, I, was, I prefer Duskwalker. It seems like a oh, it seems okay. like a party line with that kind of name. The Firefly. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> get out. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, we killed uh, Captain Dreadhelm for this. That, that is true. Well, um, I mean, do we? How about we call it the Revenant? The Revenant. I like. I that sounds pretty, like it. That sounds that pretty cool. Very grim, but it's I'll like take it. a little bit more like. Yeah, I thought I thought you might like that one. Yeah. Like it's undead instead. Like yeah. you like that? The okay. Grim Revenant, maybe. The, the what? The Grim Rep? No. no, no, that sounds that's like that's like double edgy. Mm. Double edgy. We no. just want to be a little edgy. How about the Galaxy Revenant? Mm, no, that that just that's a mumble of words. Like I think Revenant seems just nice. We need some that's like one or two syllables, if well, at all. Like, so we can just call it the Revenant, or do you think it needs something more? I don't know. I think it looks pretty cool. Like it kind of has like a galaxy kind of like astral field. What? What if we called it the Astral Revenant? Jib like waits for a second. He's like, that sounds good to me. I'm not mad at it. What do you you say, Captain? Yeah, Captain. (laughs) Captain can't name the ship. That's the name of the dang ship. The Astral Revenant? That's what you guys want. Does it look like an Astral Revenant to you? Looks like an Astral Revenant to me. Seems like we got a name. The Astral Revenant. (laughs) I like the sound of that. 